0: Before we get into today's game scoop, let's take a moment for a shout out to our sponsor, Squarespace. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create an awesome website, connect with your audience and sell anything, all in one place, all on your terms. With Squarespace, you can easily sell custom merch and create a passive income stream. You design your products and production, inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. You can sell your products in an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Use insights to grow your business, learn where your site visits and sales are coming from, and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on top keywords or most popular products. Ready to get started? Head over to squarespace.com gamescoop for a free trial. And when it's showtime, use our special promo code, GAMESCOOP, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.
2: IGN
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Andrew Goldfarb, Hello. and Sam Claiborne. Not the host, still and here. And we have a great show for you this week. A huge show, so much to go over. We're going to uh, talk about the uh, tidal wave of games coming out this week.
3: We're going to talk about Hidal the... Tidal wave? Yes. We're going to talk about
0: <laughs> the best video game prequels. Ooh. But first... Ooh, boy. We have closed uh, the door on another quarter of the year. We've entered the fourth quarter, which means... That checks out. It's time for Game of the Year <laughs> Watch. <laughs> 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 they'll
4: just they'll clean that up in post. Yeah. 100%. We'll add in post.
0: Game of the Year Watch. Uh, let's run over the best reviewed games uh, from the past quarter. The games that got a nine or higher on IGN. <laughs> What's maybe maybe you saw already? But what you guys over here that aren't
1: copying big, yeah, aren't big fat cheating.
0: cheaters? Yeah. What's the best reviewed game of the, of the last past, of the past quarter?
3: Does when does this go up?
0: Uh, tomorrow, Thursday. For sure. For sure.
3: It might be Shadow of War. No, it's not. It's not.
0: We're gonna talk about Shadow of War. Shadow of War has gotten a nine.
4: Uh, I thought I got higher than that. Okay. No.
5: Okay, so. Hellblade isn't there somewhere? Yeah, Hellblade.
4: By the way, Hellblade. the reason that there. these two are just a little bit weird about Shadow of War is as we record this, the review is being finished up yeah, right now. Yeah. But by the time it publishes, Here, the I'll text
5: Stan and tell
3: him to score it higher. So I got that right.
4: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll fix that in post. Too. Uh,
5: okay, uh, Hellblade's up there. Uh, yeah, Hellblade's up there. Uh, there had to be something They're else.
3: Not the highest scoring game. That's not the highest scoring. Think? Game. Uh, can I? Get oh, Star Fox Two. <laughs> Uh,
0: it, this is a game that came out and everyone talked about it for a minute, and then the excitement kind of passed. But it did, it, it did, it did get a very high score. Beautiful, pyre. beautiful art.
5: Pyre, pyre. God about pyre.
0: Nine point seven okay. from IGN. Mm, mm. Uh, followed by Divinity: Original Sin Two, mm. uh, a, a big uh, favorite of Justin's that he's yeah. been playing recently. I yeah. got a nine point six.
4: One one hundredth wow. worse, mathematically.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm, that checks mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very excited to play Divinity: Original Sin 2 when it eventually comes to consoles one yeah. of these days.
5: Then you got uh, Project Cars 2. It's got a 9.2. It's a very competitive year for racing games. I mean, it yeah. sounds like Luke likes Forza a lot right now. 9.2. Yeah. That's well,
3: a really didn't good score for a driving game.
5: Isn't that yeah. also what we gave Forza 7?
0: 9.2. That sounds right. I think I that's also that correct. Yeah, it. sounds right. Uh, and also, Pez 2018.
4: Did he review them both? I think I he's
0: doing go. everything. I think he's doing Luke's, all the driving games. Talking so. about Luke in our Australian office, Luke, Luke,
4: Riley. Luke Riley in our Australian office is a racing game mega fan. Plays them all so often, he ends up being the person that reviews them. And I want to say, Luke, that if you gave both <laughs> Forza and Project Cars a nine point two, what if he just it's kind a, of because a, there's also yeah, Need for Speed and GT yeah, Sport coming? They just all get a nine point two. It's like <laughs> kind of. Uh, Need
0: for Speed isn't really in the same boat. It's yeah, more of an true. action. That's true. Main it game. does. It has cars in it. I mean, Gran Turismo. It's not a. It's not a racing sim. Yeah, fair, fair. That's I think like it's arcade. a little. I think it's a little bit of a cop out. What to give them
4: to give both the nine point two?
0: Well, we don't know for sure whether or not he reviewed them both. So let's yeah, not yeah. throw them yeah. under the
5: Australian how, how, bus.
4: A lot of fact checking. <laughs> what is an here? Australian bus? Do Australian bus do, is
5: the fifth racing game coming they, out this year. Everything's reversed. More of a bus, and they drive.
0: Uh, Pe- <laughs> Steering wheels in the back of the bus <laughs>
4: <laughs> and upside down. <laughs> it's so stupid. I love it.
0: Uh, Pez 2018 also got a 9.2. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they finally turned the uh, the
4: Pez around. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's so funny. It been bad uh, for a few years. You know, P- yeah, Pez was. I mean, it's always it's like uh, flavors. So some people always prefer Pez, but generally speaking, most people really liked FIFA. That was the it was the King of the Castle. It was the mm-hmm. the uh, what do we call it? The footy. The kicky. They the call kicky. it kicky. It was the kicky king. <laughs> the um, king. But now FIFA seems to have fallen off a little bit, and Pez seems to be the reigning uh, kicky champ.
5: It's yeah. so funny how other sports games have that. Like obviously Madden's. Football, fine, but like it's funny how like the soccer games go back and forth, and then like you look at NBA, and it's like not even close. Like, it's no. like NBA Live has never touched NBA Two K.
3: EA keeps trying, but
5: goodness yeah. gracious, they can't yep, yep. quite get
3: it. It's there. just weird because at one point, Mega Man Soccer was the best. That's true. Soccer yeah, game.
5: it's That's the true. most realistic yeah. for Mega sure. Man yeah. Soccer and Sega Soccer Slam. Yeah, and Mario so Striker's so Charge.
3: Far, don't uh talking about Mega Man Soccer anymore. It's, a shame. it's true. It's true.
0: One of the great tragedies of our time. I would say. Totally Warhammer Two got a nine point one, and then uh, a few games got. <laughs> What? Yeah, better title. You think it's got a nine? Hellblade got a nine, and as well as Shadow of War, uh, which we can talk about briefly. I've been playing it. Has anyone else here been playing yeah. Shadow yeah, War? I, I want yeah. to. Uh, I like it. You like it?
3: Yeah, I, I like the game. It's some of the worst dialogue I've ever.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Is, Pay attention
3: to the beginning of it, because it, it was easy like, for me to tune it out. But oh my gosh, like everything was so dumb.
0: Isn't yeah, like, Shiloh she a, a lady? of the lady. yeah. yeah. Gollum's
3: oh voiced really well.
0: Gollum is voiced really well, but I don't think he's animated that well. In fact, yeah, I don't is. think
3: any of the, f- the people don't look
0: good. People don't look good. You guys
4: are really making this sound. Oh, wait, like wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you, you both love the game, so, so I'd like to yeah, hear. Yeah, I, sorry, I, like, what's
0: yeah, we, we
3: started on the. But the uh, problem is, <laughs> guys, is that I've only played two hours of cutscenes, so that's all yeah. I can judge. Yeah. Now I'm finally in the open world. Like, Did you just so, watch the Lord of the Rings movie it's by so mistake? Story heavy. It's sub Hobbit in, in like acting mm-hmm. and sub Hobbit. Like that. That's not good. Brutal. But now that I'm in the open world, it's back. It feels like a great Shadow of War game.
0: It feels, game. I mean, so it feels a lot like the first game, yeah. which is good if you like the first game, and I did. Uh, it feels very similar. Uh, I'm several hours into it, I'm like level eleven, or I'm sorry, level like seven now. Mm. And the I think it, once again, the best part of the game is the nemesis system. Mm. Like it's it's so much fun to interrogate an orc, or uh, and uh, then. Gather intel, track down uh the captain, exploit his weaknesses, defeat him, choose and this your next time target. They can,
3: like do crazy stuff, like bounce back from the dead without yeah, you knowing. They added more of those. Or like, you know,
5: there's always that shame fires.
3: thing where you could shame an orc, kill it, or you can a, now it can sh- they can shame you. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's instead so Instead of smart. killing you, they'll just shame you. I shame mean
5: Marty you. was talking about like he he killed a guy with a like a throwing dagger, and then the next time he saw him, he like had the dagger like in his head. <laughs> that's like, that's awesome. So cool.
0: Yeah. It's cool. There's so there's just so many orcs. The uh,
3: sandbox thing. is really the orcs. That was
4: actually open. the original name of the game. So
3: many orcs. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: Oof, they also all orcs. instead of tracking them, now you can Oof, s- more orcs. <laughs> <laughs> instead
0: of tracking them, you can now send them death threats, mm. and they'll come find you, but they'll be stronger.
5: Whoa. It's awesome. Wow, that's really smart.
0: It's totally like, um, and it's also totally a, a modern open world game, uh, much like Horizon and Far Cry where uh, you have your main story thrust, but then there's just so much to do that you're constantly being distracted and totally. getting sidetracked. And I don't say that as a criticism. Yeah. I think that's really fun. Like, uh, well, you know, I'm gonna, before I go and do my next side quest, there's like a, a monument over here. The Dark Lord is <laughs> a monument that I need to destroy. Oh boy. I'll take care of that first.
3: It's like utterly <laughs> blasphemous in terms of like, Tolkien lore oh yeah it's for just sure. such a disaster and yeah. and it's fine because it's a video game and I understand that I love Tolkien but if you are a Tolkien fan there is a reason to play it you get to like kind of see places close up that Peter Jackson designed really well for his movies like yeah. like uh um Minas uh, uh, Tirith and it looks really darn not Minas Tirith uh Morgul uh, it's another um, one yeah it's they call another Gondor city yeah, but it's the you know the entrance to M- to Mordor, and it's yeah. so so cool.
0: Yeah, I think uh, the audio's great, the music's great. It sounds like the Lord of the Rings movies. It's really yeah. cool, but I visually though I don't think it's up to par with with uh, 2017 games like Horizon mm-hmm. or Uncharted: Lost Legacy or Resident Evil Seven. Well, that's not an open world game, but still, uh, it's just it's not it's not one of the pretty games of 2017. I don't think, and I think people's faces lack detail and they're not animated very well and. Gollum looks like Gollum in, like, the huh. mid-2000s <laughs> movie tie-in games. Like, uh, he, he doesn't look that impressive. So well. But he's acted it really well. You would dead. think it's Andy Serkis. But I don't
3: know.
0: Just a he's part. not. The actor Everybody is. Has a friend that can I looked do. it up on IMDb last night, and the actor
5: that plays Gollum is not listed, so I don't know yet. Oh. Ooh.
3: That's really strange.
5: Justin, can you finally say that it was your performance, or is that cylinder and embargo? Yeah, I mean, no. I Scoop! Can, can uh, we yeah. hear your best Gollum impression? <laughs> no. <laughs> no,
4: nope, not yet.
0: But that's Shadow of War. He got a nine. Uh, and I think that's all the games that got a 9 or higher in the past quarter. Pyre, Divinity Original Sin 2, Project Cars 2, Forza 7, PES 2018, Totally Warhammer 2, Hellblade, and Shadow of War. Great,
4: man. Pyre was yeah. really good. I Pyre's still really stand good. by. I said for for a hot minute, I, now I remember we talked about this on Scoop, I thought that Pyre was like right up there with Zelda in the game of the year hunt for me. And it's mm-hmm. fallen off that tier a little bit. But, man, that game has a lot of good ideas. Now it's oh. Zelda
5: and Golf Story,
4: right? Yeah, Zelda, Persona, Divinity, Good Year for. Are you RPGs. are
5: you that high on Golf Story? I really like it so far, but I don't think I'm that, I'm high, not that high, high on Golf it. yeah. Story. It's a really I'm excellent, trying to make a goof, but yeah,
4: it's no, really no.
3: excellent game. It's not in the game of the year.
5: I I would accept an argument that that's like a game of the year contender. I think it's really smart. I just not.
3: I roll my there. eyes. You can hear it on camera.
5: Oh, what, bro, Golf Story? Yeah. yeah. You hate it or
3: no? I just like.
5: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying Isn't I think that. Cool? i like, I can see someone liking it that much. Like, it it hooked me really deep. I just, I don't know. They're on
3: staff. They're in trouble. My
5: thing is, like, Stardew Valley comes out tomorrow. It's of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I... All of the charm of golf story, I think, will immediately be replaced by all the charm of Stardew Valley. Well,
3: I
4: actually think everyone plays up golf stories. Uh, They talk about how warm the storyline is and how it's sort of earthbound esque. And it's I actually don't sense that. Like the plot is that you have this really really nasty ex-wife that you're trying to get away from, and she comes back into the story and like taunts you during your golf tournaments. And it's like, look at my new boyfriend. Look at this. And I'm like.
5: Wait, so the, the very beginning of the game, and this isn't like a spoiler, there's like a time jump and like golf I I, Scoop I didn't know if that was supposed to be your mom or your sister or your <laughs> girlfriend or your yeah. current wife. Like at the beginning of the game, I had no idea who that was. It was just I don't,
3: a mean lady? Yeah,
5: there's just a woman who's like, ha think, ha ha, you're going to play golf. I think
4: the <laughs> gameplay is really, really nostalgic and clever and fun and I love, like they ring so much more out of like hitting a golf ball than you would think possible. Like all the clever stuff you have to do with it. I really love the game. I'm playing it every evening. From a story perspective, I don't Understand the praise there at all. Interesting. Well, let's recap uh, the game of the year
0: contenders for the whole year so far. I'm going to run down every game IGN has given a nine or higher in 2017, Boy. and it will include some things that I think are obviously not going to be in the running when it comes time uh, to come up with our list of nominees. But obviously, let's for no. well, I mean, is MLB the show going to be a game of the year for? IGN, um, like, um, yeah. let's, let's just be honest. Fair. fair point. But here we go. Uh, of course, we only gave one ten this year. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. Empire, Persona Five. It's also a nine point seven. That's tied for second place or oh, second two highest.
5: Thumbs down? No, I'm pointing <laughs> my shirt. <laughs> no, two thumbs up. <laughs> what have
4: I done? You can't say two. thumbs up. Uh,
0: Divinity Two Neo got a nine point six earlier this you need year. Need to play Neo. God. Yeah. Ah. MLB the Show got a nine point five. Tekken Seven also got a nine point five. Mm. Best reviewed fighting game of the year. Horizon Zero Dawn is a 9.3. Dirt 4. Here, listen. Here's all these uh, car games. Dirt 4, Project Cars 2, Forza 7, all 9.2s. Yeah. Pez 2018, Totally Warhammer 2, then
4: Hellblade. You Totally s-
3: Warhammer 2. <laughs> what?
4: <laughs> I, I'm not sure if you're joking or not when you call it that. It's the game, Totally
0: okay. Warhammer.
4: <laughs> all right. Hellblade, Injustice Don't 2, know. yeah,
5: and Shadow of War. Oh, I think I there's a couple that are like right on the cusp. Like I think we gave. Near Automata, like an eight point nine. there are a lot of like huge fans of that in the office. So, like maybe that bubbles up. There's like stuff like that. that yeah, I think... Game of the Year.
4: I mean, it's interesting that sometimes people ask why doesn't it exactly match your review score like the mm-hmm. ten games. Um, the answer is Game of the Year is a decision amongst everyone on staff, whereas yeah. an individual reviewer reviews a game. But the answer is also, you know, we obviously do our best to make our game reviews as accurate and comprehensive as possible. But I'm always really fascinated by the esteem of a game kind of climbing or falling as months or years pass. And sometimes there's games that everyone, not just IGN, but universally were loved. And then six months later, everyone's kind of like, oh, like the spell wears off. And yeah. sometimes a game like Persona 5, that definitely doesn't seem to be, key, be the case. Like even with months of it, that game being in the rear view mirror, everyone like its esteem is kind of seems to be growing yeah i I think zelda also i mean near is the one that like you know seems to have people slept on a little bit and now it's picked up over time it's
5: that weird thing where like games that come out at the beginning of the year you kind of forget by the end of the year so like i think the witness was probably heard by that last year that by you know december no one was thinking about february again neo's
4: in that boat and we'll have to make sure as a staff we'll have to really make sure that horizon gets its fair which is why i think they just announced today
0: they have a complete edition coming out in early december
5: I think that's really smart. Mind everybody. I mean, people keep saying that, like, oh, it's Zelda's year. Zelda's definitely going to win. Like, I think Zelda and Mario are going to split votes and that there could be, like, a Dark Horse thing that comes up. Like, if yep. there's a game like Horizon that gets enough second-place votes from people, like, and Mario and Zelda split first place, you never know. We'll make
3: sure one of them wins. <laughs> there.
5: It's a totally strong year. I think for me, Zelda
0: still... Uh, stands out to me as being the real sure. like significant uh, ex- gaming experience that I've had this year. Yeah, so there's I mean,
3: that contrarians that in the office that that, that feel totally strongly fine. about Zelda. Uh, or, well, I guess they feel strongly about other games, but nobody is like, man, Zelda. I do. not think know why you guys like that game so much. We actually have. Mo- I don't think anybody thinks that that way in our office. On
4: I mean, staff, not. I don't think I so. I absolutely adore that game. It's still my game of the year frontrunner, and from one of my favorite games of this generation. But I I suspect that as the years go by. People's opinion on that game will change. They'll say, man, you spend a lot of time kind of running around, not doing much. I miss the lack of the dungeons, I miss the well- boss fights. Like, and I think I think
0: somebody will take all the cool new things that Breath of the Wild does and sort of improve. And yeah, around. I mean, I hope Breath of the
4: Wild Two does that. Like, yeah, give us yeah. like eight really intricate, crazy dungeons, and uh, y- you know, but still give us that Breath of the Wild openness. I want and-
5: them to use that engine and make more Zelda games. Yep. Like, I would be t- like, they're. If you watch all the like crazy shrine skips and physics stuff you can do, like. Make like a crazy, I don't know, like a Triforce Hero style multiplayer game, but like with that engine, I would totally so like Single speed. based, exactly. Yeah. Just three tingles.
0: Oh yeah, uh, yeah. They're supposed to be the second uh, downloadable content drop for Breath of the Wild. Yeah. is supposed to be this later this year
5: too. They they didn't mention it in the yep. in that big direct like a week or so ago or a couple of weeks ago. They'll have its own um, direct. Yeah, maybe. It, to me, the fact that they gave the amiibo a release date and not the DLC means it's going to slip into next year. Interesting. That's my guess. Sucks.
0: Uh, I also really liked Persona Five as well. I think it's yeah, yeah. a very impressive game, even though I didn't finish it. But it's just got such a cool style. It's a huge, gigantic game that you can get lost in, and people, yeah. you know, one the most are
4: really stylish games ever made.
5: Behind that it, game, too, it really is. And I think people, it's it's hard. It's such a time investment. Like the low end of that game is a hundred hours. So it's like it's really hard getting people to play through it. Really? Yeah. That's literally. I mean, that's, I mean yeah, you can that's get true.
4: through that game in seventy hours.
5: Is there a speed run? Yeah. Yeah, I bet the speed run probably is. I don't know. I, I played like cause I've played that game five times through now and it's like in my like cleaning up trophies playthrough when I played on like very easy and fast-forwarded through dialogue, I still think it was like a few dozen hours getting through it. I
4: mean you can skip dialogues and stuff, so the actual literal speed run time is not Probably indicative really low. of yeah.
0: yeah. Pyre is a very cool game. I don't really see it being on the same level as uh these as uh Zelda and Persona five. For me, I mean, I maybe it's kind of a smaller, more modest. I think it's experience.
5: cool that, like, like last year Firewatch got nominated yeah. by us, and like, that's like that's a game that was like really small and probably didn't really have a chance against like the heavy hitters. But I think, like, I don't know, I think it's a cool Pyro will get some kind of recognition. I don't know, I don't know which yeah. award it could get. Both
3: that and Nidhogg, like, they had chances to two? take, yeah, Nidhogg, too, to have chances to take off like a Rocket League or something. But as far as I can tell, they didn't, yeah. So, yeah. like, even though we like them. Yeah. internally as a staff I think there was a lot bigger expectation for the public attaching to them and them being really big and they just didn't Yeah, I think me. I like, I think I like Fire did. more than most people like yeah. the
4: confidence in it's vision and the cohesiveness of the gameplay and story and art all interacting in a way that felt like they were in lockstep in a way that few games are um, man I don't have enough good things to say about that game
0: or um, about Divinity 2
4: I like bio accounts.
0: It more than- you like it more. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Divinity Two is by all accounts. One of the best modern uh, RPGs, uh, but it is a very it's a, it's a time investment. Mm-hmm. uh and it's also stuck on pc for for now so that could hurt it like late, come later this year
4: yeah higher um, uh, uh divinity 2 is just an immaculate computer rpg right if you have any interest in those sorts of games you really owe it to yourself to play it really excellent really like a really interesting mix of like that classic you know overhead perspective and gameplay but it has a lot of new ideas to it as well both in role-playing and in combat for me i did fall off it because the combat is turn-based, and just I personally prefer real-time with pause, but uh the other thing about the turn-based combat is it means it takes a long, long time to get through, you know, you take a turn and they take a turn, you take a yeah. turn, they take a mm-hmm. turn, and then you go to town and talk to everybody, and in like 90 minutes, I would I have done like two combats and visited yeah. town, and like, that's what I accomplished in that big chunk of time, and so as a result, I kind of put Divinity 2 down and picked up stuff like Golf Story, but uh,
3: Dude, the inventory in that game was crazy.
0: It was that crazy in the first game. Hopefully they uh, simplified it a
4: little bit but I don't remember how at least on, on I was managing it, like it on
3: game help stuff with it, it was just helping out yeah. and uh, like people were bringing up their inventory and it was yeah. like a billion fruit <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: managing it on console with a controller was pretty cumbersome Sure, it's better on PC.
4: Yeah, I'm playing on PC with a controller, and I didn't encounter any major issues. Besides, like each individual party member having a separate inventory. Was yeah, kind of.
5: A- that's true. It's it's fascinating to me how many games, and I'm guilty of this too, but how many games are just really long this year? And I guess it's maybe every year, but like. Very few people are going to be able to beat these like ten hundred I mean, Big games RPGs. are
4: back for sure. Like yeah. the industry definitely. There's always exceptions, but you know, big picture, I think the industry swung away from that for a few years. I agree. Definitely not in 2017.
5: I'm more than 200 hours into Zelda and still haven't beaten it. I'm doing. I'm inadvertently <laughs> Wait, actually, doing. You haven't beaten Ganon? Yeah. Wow. Like I'm inadvertently doing a hundred percent run. I beat every single side quest. I have every core seed. I am. I'm only through the first two of the master trials, but like I think I'm just going to do a proper hundred percent run of that game. You survived the second, the, like the the. Medium. I did the beginning and the medium. Yeah. I haven't I haven't tried the hard yet because I was doing them on flights. So next time I fly, I'll try the hard one.
4: Sam already plays that game too.
0: Uh, Neo also has a very high score, nine point six. Uh, we'll see how people are feeling about that uh, when it comes time to nominate games for Game of the Year.
4: Here's what I respect about Neo. I don't like Dark Souls games. Mm. They're not for me. Um, I you know don't need to dwell on that anymore. I talked about it on the show before. But what I like about this is it? it's the first game... There's been all kinds of clones and copies and games that take that combat and, like, look, it's, like, Dark Souls, but sci-fi. And this is the first one to put, like, a, a spin on it that I think has, like, a lot of value outside of that. And it's the first one that, like, builds on that sort of gameplay, that third-person, brutally-hard action RPG as, like, a genre. Like, mm-hmm. having, like, a loot loop and, like, the randomly generated nature of it is really clever, and I respect the heck out of it for that. And I hope more games... Instead of just trying to be Dark Souls but blank, instead you know build on that foundation in a way with new, fresh gameplay systems and ideas.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Shadow of War. You know, Dan gave it a nine. My experience with it so far, uh, after playing it several nights this week, I it doesn't. I I wouldn't. It doesn't seem like a nine to me right now. I haven't finished the game, uh, but I would say I, I think it's apparent that it doesn't have the polish of some of the other games uh, on this list. And even though it's super fun. It's a lot of more of the same, not there's doing a lot that's new. There's a
3: promise of like goofy, cool, randomized fun yeah. in that game, and that's awesome. Yeah, but it, it doesn't, it I just doesn't don't know if it's going to. just like big masterpiece. Yeah,
0: game. yeah, I don't know if it's going to stand up to some of the other games we've been talking. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it does enough new? That's what I was just on? saying, like, yeah. dude. It, it it's not so far exactly yeah, like I mean, the other game, which is like yeah,
3: it just has more options. There's a little bit more of everything. Mm. Like When you just were running around, I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't played this game in three years, <laughs> and it, I remember it all. I yeah, know exactly yeah. what to do in combat, like the, everything. It's really funny. Yeah.
0: All the, my muscle memory came back to me. Get it me. also reminded me, uh, it took me back. Uh, I played that game when I was, like, out after I broke my collarbone oh. for a few oh, weeks, yeah. so it, like, totally yeah. took me back to that. <laughs> I was just home, and I like, couldn't move my <laughs> arm. I'm like, Ugh. that's
5: crazy. Elevator, you still play it like that. <laughs> 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 Just Pop out the uh, old sling.
0: Still to come this year. Still big games to come this year over the next quarter. Evil Within 2, South Park, The Butt Game, Assassin's Creed Origins, <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey, Wolfenstein 2, Bubsy, The Woolies Strike Back. Finally. Mm. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty World War 2, Battlefront 2, Need for Speed Payback, and of course, Tokyo Tattoo Girls. Ooh. Yeah,
5: so we'll talk about that one please,
0: after the show. Please be <laughs> excited for the games. Big games still to come uh, this year. Andrew. Xenoblad? Which one? Xenoblade. Oh, yeah. Xenoblade. Oh, yeah. Did that actually get a release date? Yeah. December yeah, yeah December 1st. 1st right? yeah. I see, okay, yeah. yeah. So that, that's up there, too, for uh, the Switch. Game looks really
4: it's
5: cool. Me it's another
0: gigantic one, too, in terms of just length. Yeah. Yes, yeah, No, it's true. Uh, and
5: speaking of The Evil Within 2, Andrew, you've been... Getting oh yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> solicitive packages in the mail this week.
5: Yeah, Bethesda has sent me every day this week a, a cryptic bad luck object. Basically, so I got a black cat on the first day, which is one of the save cats from Evil Within. A real cat, a real black, an cat. actual black cat. No, it's mm-hmm. a stuffed one. Not like taxidermy. Like it's a, it's a plush toy <laughs> of a of a black cat with red eyes. Uh, and then they sent a broken mirror. And then today they sent me an umbrella. And it was like, they all come with these little cute notes. And it's like, don't open the umbrella inside. And like the, the cat said, blah, 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 something. And then the word evil was underlined. And the, the mirror said like something, something, something what within. You know? And it was underlined. Desta. Oh, I mean, the return address. <laughs> 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 but I mean, the, the thing that's funny is I was saying to Damon earlier, like, we, we do this thing where we like expect more of these so like we thought there were like hidden clues so the mirror has the word within and so like Caleb like took a knife and like popped off the broken mirror to see if there's anything there's not and like, I like opened the umbrella and like looked at it there's nothing in it like they're just like sending household <laughs> items
4: <laughs> that one's next week is that right?
5: yeah next week yeah. everyone expects everything
4: funny. to be an alternate reality game
5: yeah exactly <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, let's talk about the games that are out this week. Forza Seven, as we mentioned, uh, the 9.2 scoring game is out this week, as well as Just Dance 2018. They're still making Just Dance games. Are we? Probably probably for Wii. Everybody, probably for everything. Yeah,
3: I think it's on Wii U.
4: I don't probably. know. I but wasn't didn't we talk? Wasn't this? It, it's, it was skipping Wii U. But we was thought still it on did. The Wii.
5: It, it did end up coming to both. Maybe it just yeah. didn't have the logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, it was still coming to Wii as of I think last, last year.
3: Last year, so cool. Yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Battle Chasers
0: Night War is out this week. PS4, Xbox One, and PC is coming to Switch later this month. And I this really want to play that. We gave it an eight. This is yeah. we gave it an eight. We gave it a great .0. Oh, and this is the modern uh JRPG style game based on the comic series from uh the uh comic artist whose name escapes me, but also, d- also did the art for Darksiders. Yes.
5: Yeah. Yeah, and it looks like Darksiders. Yeah. Uh, I really But it's was... more of like a top-down It's traditional JRPG. It's another Kickstarter game. Like, this is from so long ago, and, like, we wrote about the campaign years ago, and now it's out. It's, like, so crazy to me seeing, like, Money Number 9 and that and A Hat in Time's coming. Like, it's cool seeing these games come, especially to Switch.
4: I think A Hat in Time is out, what, tomorrow? Yeah. At least on PC, yeah. Which one's A Hat in Time? The 3D platformer. The oh. they kickstarted like everyone kickstarted like pixel art 2D games for a while, and this is like kickstarting
0: like Yuka, Banjo Kazooie, like Ukulele. Yeah. I think
5: even more so than Ukulele, like it is a genuine N64 throwback. Like it, it yeah. looks completely out of that era. Is it good? Is it supposed to be good? Uh, a I mean, lot of people played the Gamescom and really liked it. So Alright, I backed it. Games this year. I backed it, it so long ago. I backed it what like four years ago. You back to Hat in time. I backed for like eighty bucks. I got like the physical N64 box. Wow. Uh, all right, also out this week, Battle Grego Rev
0: 2016 is a remake of a vertically scrolling shooter from 1996. Mm. Really? It's out on PS4 and Xbox One. A Saturn game? Uh, well, it was been an arcade game. It, from that time, sure, it probably likely and appeared on Saturn. That would
5: have been such a good 20 questions one. <laughs> yeah, that
0: would have been good. Uh, if you're like fans of like Ikaruga, mm. uh, Radiant Silvergun, those style games. Who isn't? Right? I mean... I know. Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen is on PS4 and Xbox One this week. And this is the expanded and enhanced version of Dragon's Dogma that's been out on PC for a, a while. For a while, yeah. yeah. For yeah. a year or so.
5: I hear so many good things about Dragon's Dogma, which I've still I never liked, played. I
0: liked the original Dragon's Dogma back in the day. I thought that game was really cool.
4: Uh, for yeah. the longest time I had that game, I just conflated it in my head with, uh, what's the one that's like all QTEs? Asura's Rat. Asura's Rat. Yeah. yeah. I just that thought... It came out like right at the same time. Yeah, but Dragon's Dogma is the... It's the for lack of a better term, it's like Skyrim-like. Right, like big yeah. open world where you're yeah. running around killing stuff in a fantasy land. Yeah. Like, yeah,
0: it's cool. When was the last time Capcom came out with two like new IP games in the same year?
3: Man. I, the, on the GameCube, they had four.
4: Yeah. I've had Dragon's Osmo, Dogma, the Asura's Wrath edition, downloaded on my computer for months. <laughs> the Dark Arisen. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs>
3: There's
4: not an Asura's Wrath He's edition. He's done it again. Lacrosse, <laughs> uh, you didn't expect. Um, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those games that every time I boot up Steam, I see it there, and I'm like, it's tonight the night I start it, and then I just never have.
5: Also, you just reminded me that one thing we didn't mention is Skyrim on Switch, which is probably not going to win game of the year, but it is crazy to me. That that's it's so just funny. another big game Yeah, out this year. Crazy. Yeah. yeah.
3: Switch ports are crazy right now. With oh, yeah, is and, Doom and, and this
5: year also? They yeah, said Holiday, yeah.
3: yeah. It'll be cool having those all on your Switch, and then but, yeah. but this this week it's Stardew. Uh, Axiom version. Yeah, hold on, we're, hold on. You're Maxime
0: jumping away ahead of here. Okay. We're not there. <laughs> we're not there. Uh, Let them come <laughs> is out this week. I saw this game at a PAX East years ago. It's finally out now on, on Xbox One and PC. You guys familiar with this one?
3: Mm-mm. I remember that name, but I can't they remember. They
0: call it was. a pixel art shoot 'em up and it's basically the uh, the turret scene from aliens when they set up the turrets and the aliens are let them come. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically that. It's like a two d you're in a corridor, a two D corridor on one side of the screen, hordes of aliens are spawning from the other side, and you have to fin them off as long as you can. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they keep that going very long in a game, but it,
3: Wait, it, it actually down? has a cool
0: look to it. No, it's side it's a side view. Like the levels in Contra. But you're stationary. You're stationary, trying to fend off as many what platforms? P- uh, Xbox One and PC. Mm. Get, get cool.
3: it,
4: to, get it on Switch, man. I know,
0: I know. Yeah. Uh, Way forward, the developers of Shantae, mm-hmm. numerous other games. Uh, their game Mystic Bell is on PS4 and Xbox Ooh. One this week, and this is a, it's an action platformer that's already on Steam, mm. been on Steam for a couple of years. But they're known for having uh, you know great pixel art. Games,
5: I lo- I really like the Shantae games. I feel like literally every time I turn around, there's another new one. Like it, I know. it's like crazy. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, the, the most recent Shantae that's on Switch, I guess that, on other platforms, that, it's that a was remake the of the original yeah. one that was on Game Boy Color. Yeah,
4: that's yeah. part of what makes it a little bit confusing is that they remake them and port them, and then they're yeah. constantly. Yeah, yeah.
5: and that game's really fun. Like I played through yeah. a bunch of that on on I guess Vita, which is crazy. Then there's a game called Jidge
0: on PS4 this week. (laughs) J-Y-D-G-E. you got to really hit that D-G-E hard. (laughs) Jidge. And it says, the the official description is, Jidge is a lawful but awful rogue hate top-down shooter where you get to build your own cybernetic Jidge and eradicate (laughs) crime in the never-sleeping mega city of Edinburgh. So what is a rogue hate game? What does that even mean?
4: Well, obviously it's a play on roguelike. (laughs)
3: <laughs> it sounds what? It's all Jidge to me. <laughs> oh, that jidge is bread. on
0: PS4 this that, week. Wow, that's a name. And uh, as you are saying, more and more games coming to Switch every week. Stardew Valley is that on Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so excited to play that. I'm going to wreck it. I want to <laughs> play that game too, but I still haven't played SteamWorld Dig 2. And I'm flying to Austin this weekend to visit Tyson Root. Oh, boy. And I'm going to play uh, Steamroll Dig 2 on How the How
4: lucky for both of you to enjoy each other's company.
0: I know. I'm really excited.
4: Um. Yeah, Stardew, so it's Stardew, Axiom Verge, and Oxenfree. Oxenfree. All three really All great fits for the platform, by the way. Like, my thing with Stardew is, like, I've played that game twice, and it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, do I buy it a third time and, like, go down that rabbit hole? Sorry, for I for about Skyrim.
5: Like, There's so many games like that. It's like, are you going to buy it again? It's it's worth it. You'll get your time out of it. Well, yeah. but the thing about Stardew is, like, it's
4: really the perfect fit for, like, the Switch form factor and pop in and play one day and pop back out. Like, it's a really, really great fit for that platform. So it's like, I think I'm saying I don't know, but in the back of my head, it's like, you buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it. Yeah. So I think I already know I'm going to. And then there are three
0: 3DS games out this week. Whoa. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, Coldcept
4: revolt. There's another Coldcept yeah. coming out.
5: Coldcept revolt is here Stop in, the everything. U- in the in the U.S. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming
4: out. There's Coldcept coming out here. Yeah, <laughs> on 3DS. Oh, I mean, yeah,
0: that, that makes it. me so happy. There was like one review on Metacritic as Oh it boy, it has, it has a seven.
4: <laughs> yeah, but they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> How disappointing How you, was the 360 one?
0: I know. We've yeah. talked about it here before. Oh, yes.
4: Damon, I feel like you and I are the only two people on Earth I know that are like arc- big cult steps A board game, a dice rolling board,
0: board. game, and Cold slash card game, fantasy setting. It's a
4: little bit like Monopoly, where you're moving around a board and buying up territory, but you place RPG-style monsters on your territory to defend it, that then if when you go around the board and you land on another person's territory— you have to fight them, and you fight them with, like, Magic the Gathering-style cards that you draw. So it's like a card game slash... How are the mini game. games?
3: Superman. I mean, that is the game.
4: They're not minigames. The mini games. No,
3: You're just not being, a,
4: you're just being a, a... No, he's
3: our Mario Party expert. He has and
4: to I think <laughs> came to P- Xbox, Orig- OG Xbox, or PS1. I mean, it was that generation. I played generation, it on 360. But the original.
0: Well, I, I, I played the one that was oh, on 360.
4: And did you like it?
0: No, that was the one that was broken.
4: Oh, yeah. Because I found the 360 one so disappointing. Yeah. And I oh man.
5: It's I been know. there have been a bunch of them on DS, I believe, that just didn't come here. Didn't get localized. Yeah.
4: Man, I thought for sure my 3DS was done. Do we do mm-hmm. we have a copy? Ask
5: them. I, Ask I, them.
4: I I guess. can't be on the rest of the show. I gotta <laughs> yeah. go. Come in. I honestly, like, I genuinely it's this weird, quirky Japanese thing. And I think about it and miss it like Justin, all I'll, the time.
5: I'll get you a code. It's my personal mission. It's
4: up there with like uh with uh Phantom Dust as like yeah. a cult classic, really beloved game and uh Man, I didn't know it was coming out. There's a new one on 3DS.
0: This made your whole your whole week. Ooh. Uh Mario and Luigi <laughs> Mario
5: <laughs> and Luigi Superstar Saga is on 3DS. The this remake. Week. That's another one like I love Superstar Saga. I don't I'm not going to play it on 3DS. I would totally play you that love again on Superstar Switch. Superstar Saga? Yeah, I is like it,
4: Mario and Luigi. it I mean is it a remake? Is remi- it a port or like what what's it's the a, story a, with It's the, a remake. You
5: know, yeah, an
0: enhanced version of yeah. a it's GBA the GBA like game. Sprites look better. Yeah.
4: Do we know I guess I'll have to read up myself. I guess I don't even recall reading about like I don't know like the bullet points of what that one got announced about.
5: at E3 on the stream. So you were probably running around.
3: Yeah, and then there's a bonus game in it.
5: Yeah, Superstar Saga's really good. That's the one that I had s- the. <laughs> it is that I, I think don't that, think,
4: think. Why are you
3: shaking your head? It's not a good game. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's, that's a the super really great slow turn-based well, RPG. I think yeah, that's, that's the, the one Mario that had Luigi the fun games. combat system. Yeah, it's it's fun at the beginning, and then you're like, okay, I've jumped on this turtle 600 times now. It's like that game is is so repetitive. I have Sam. always
4: liked Mario and Luigi more than Paper Mario.
3: Well, they're very similar. Yeah, and both are worse than Mario RPG. But I,
0: hear, I was just gonna say yeah. none of them are as good as the original yeah. Mario
3: RPG. Yep. I hear Bowser's Inside Story is the one to play. I mm. played the first See, two. I think
0: Superstar Saga is the one. To play. Yeah, Partners I agree. in
3: Time and Superstar Saga.
0: Sam IGN Italia mm-hmm. gave Superstar Saga an eight
5: point five. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all the scoops for, for this week. <laughs> uh, Layton's Mystery Journey is also out this week, which is right. weird because that was out on iOS a while back, it's Lady and now it's just yeah, it's Lady Layton. Yeah, it was Layton. originally
4: Lady Layton, and then the blowback for that name they changed it to Layton's Mystery Journey.
3: Oh, really? Yeah, why is that why was there a blowback?
4: Um. There is something I don't remember specifically because it wasn't just called Lady Layton. It was Lady Layton something. Is it really like called that. Lady Layton? Maybe she didn't It stars her Professor title. Layton's
0: I know, but niece. it's not called Lady Layton, is it?
4: It
3: was. Yeah. Oh, well.
5: Was that the actual title?
3: Yeah. It's Professor oh, Layton's daughter. I yeah.
5: Niece. I understand Lady that. Daughter. No, but like she's a blood relative <laughs> of the Professor Layton. <laughs> She's yeah. a duchess. <laughs> She's a jidge?
4: <laughs>
3: Stop. So everyone associates, honorific.
4: everyone associates uh, Professor Layton with, uh, you know, Nintendo. Oh, I uh, got it. But it's actually level It's level five, right? And mm-hmm. Nintendo just published a few of them. And so this is the first one. They've been sort of flirting with iOS and mobile for a while. But now this one actually hit iOS first, and it was like You're 17 Like flirting
5: using iOS? Flirting, like yeah. Like, cute little, like, hey, but Now, you if up? you want to own it physically, you can buy it on 3DS. Yep. But they still have brought over Detective Pikachu. What's up with that? Like, the one 3DS game I want. Just just give it to me. The
3: one 3DS game you
5: want. I, I really love my 3DS. I have so many things. I'll never get rid of it because I have great saves on there from games I love. i never want to open it ever again honestly
0: i
4: have the switch i only want to play the switch i played ever oasis on the 3ds a while back um and it was hard like i just hadn't opened it in probably a year and after playing like so much switch just like the screen is like a little bit dim and grainy and i
5: I, yeah i just put 50 or i'm like 45 hours into Dangerapa 3 on vita And I'm like, this is by far the last time I'm going to put this much time into a Vita game. And it feels Until they put out a weird Persona game for Vita. Well, that's true. Persona (laughs) dancing is probably my next one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a solid point. Is that coming to both Oh, no. I think Persona Q2 is also on 3DS. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, I think that's all the big games out this week. Let's move on to a big game uh, that was in the news last week. We got the second trailer for Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. First of all, uh, give me your thoughts on the trailer.
3: Completely forgot about that trailer. It
0: it's,
5: happened. It's very short. It was shorter than we were expecting. I'm, I'm excited that they confirmed some stuff. Like I'm, I'm excited that we know it's a prequel. I, I, they hinted at John Marston being the game, which is cool, and when they say they need one more gun. Mm-hmm. like I think that stuff is cool. I think... Every, I, I mentioned this beyond too. Like, every other publisher must have been so annoyed that they didn't give a date because everyone needs the to scurry, scurry when they announce that date.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I think it looked gorgeous and great. I mean, it was a game. I don't, I think it was a mistake for them to like hype up, you know, yeah, the they should have just two released it. They just put the trailer out. But I mean, the game's going to be beautiful and awesome.
0: Yeah. It is, conf- they did confirm that it is a prequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be following Dutch's Gang in, uh, in the old days. I'm worried about the setting, which, what, the Eastern. Yeah, I, I think States. a
3: Western should take place in the desert. Mm. I think mm. I'm going to miss like, those crazy rock formations and, mm. at sunset and uh, the idea of the Mexican border and what it's like down there and the idea of like having, you know, there was like hidden treasure in that game from like conquistadors and like this cool like, connection to history and the mysteries of the Western past. And, like the, the Midwest is the Midwest. Like it, it's going to have, you know, the Great Plains. It'll be very pretty. But it's not the same, mm, right? Yeah. It's gonna have the Rockies, it looks like. That'll be pretty, but I played that before. I mean, like they I make- love Westerns because they take place in cool cinematic western environments they may
4: cheat it i mean yeah. you they know, could cheat it the original red dead had basically a very condensed weird version of the whole united states right including like, yeah. nebraska or something. Yeah. they had like new orleans and then that city what was it blackwater whatever it's called i mean i haven't played that game in years but they had like an east coast mm-hmm. actual city in it and it was so crazy after spending you know 40 hours or whatever in the desert to see like
5: two or three story buildings and yeah brick buildings well then mexico was totally different too yeah yeah
3: but they say in their marketing materials, this is like mm. exploring the Great Plains of the United States, Central United States. Yeah. But, but, but that doesn't still doesn't mean anything. You take a plane to another place in GTA. <laughs> like, I mean, who knows? <laughs> Probably not taking any airplanes in Red Dead 2. There could be like Fair a enough. crazy inventor. Yeah. Leonardo <laughs> da, da Vinci. <laughs> Leonardo <laughs> did, we, did we pin down the the era at all? I, don't, I can't remember.
5: Well it's, it's before Red Dead. Yeah. yeah. And we also oh, knew? Like right?
0: like
3: Only
4: like a decade or so. It's before.
5: probably like late eighteen hundreds.
4: I mean Red Dead Redemption was so 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 good, but the one thing it maybe didn't do so great just for the long term health of the Red Dead games is it was they can't set any games after that. Yeah, like The no, whole premise I mean, of that game is that's the very end of, like, yeah. Cowboys are dying. Yeah,
5: we were talking that about era. that yesterday. It's, like, 1911 or yeah, something. So, it's, it's, like, if you set a game bad. after that, it's not it's the like web. It's not already, the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
4: you already have to, like, suspend your dis- your belief a little bit for the game even to be set that late. So, they had no choice but to kind of move a little mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah
3: yeah no. we know that game is going to be just so fun to play yeah it's so cool sure. and stuff it's just like i have like a lot of nostalgia yeah. for well i mean frankly i'm from the southwest i'm from arizona like yeah. when i played red dead and i lived here like it meant a lot to me like it it was really beautiful seeing the places that like i knew the most hmm. and like seriously that first town you go into that's supposed to be like tombstone i forget what it's called yeah um, that's like with like saguaros around it and the desert and stuff like that's Arizona. And like, it was super cool seeing that I want an HD remake of that game. So bad. Yeah. I have like, what, that's, what I mean,
0: like 10, 9, 10, 9 10. Or 10. I and say like, 10.
4: it's so exciting just as a gamer, like Rockstar San Diego has been working on Red Dead two for seven years, like that whole time. Like
0: they didn't do, they didn't work on Max Payne three.
4: I mean, the thing with Rockstar, they're so secretive that that we don't know for sure. Like, yeah. Okay, let me walk that back. It's very (laughs) likely that they all got pulled on to GTA to help wrap that up and, you know, pulled on to other projects. But generally speaking, like, they take their time to a degree that no one else can or is willing to. And then we get to reap the benefits of that, you know, a couple times a decade.
5: Well, and it's also, like, I don't think. Take twos in any big yeah. rush because GTA is still in the top five in MPD the every single month. Game like yeah, that. so mm-hmm. it's like they're not—they're still making money off of something they made a decade ago. So there's no, like EA
4: and other companies are under a lot of shareholder pressure, just internal pressure to like you know make money each year. But when GTA is still the number two selling game, take for as long as you want. Yeah. And I don't want to count our chickens before they hatch. Like you know we're critics and we'll evaluate the game when it comes out. But I'm just excited
3: as a gamer.
0: Yeah, sure. It is interesting that it's a prequel, even though it's called two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, instead of like Red Dead, something else. A pretty solid point, yeah. actually. It's
3: great that it's coming out really soon too.
0: Well, <laughs> spring. If, oh, we'll, we'll see. 2018. If it what do it, you really delayed?
5: It, Mar- Marty, our own Marty Sleva expects it to get delayed. I would mm. be stunned if that game is actually coming out in Q1. You I can't do, like, imagine. Those well, it doesn't have to be Q1 to be spring. True, but I man, that I don't is know. Fall
3: it could be. 2018. I agree. I think you that's what like Justin's late next year. Just talking about with the development of that game going back so far.
5: Well, just because Rockstar are their perfectionists and no one is rushing them. So it's like, I think that like any other publisher Not in the world, it would be like... It's,
3: was that, is that for investors? Though?
5: Probably for investors because I think yeah. they have to at least pretend so, it would come out in this We have a large
0: year. influx of cash coming in in spring 2018.
4: Well, yeah, that's, exactly. that's their
0: message to their investors,
5: right?
4: And you know they're thinking very, very deeply about like Red Dead Online, you know, yeah. GTA 5 They registered Online Red Dead Online. Such a yeah. crazy cash cow for them, but it's a little bit less appropriate in an Old West setting to like, monet, like, like buy a premium horse. Like, I don't even know yeah. like what. How's oh, that so a general store? They got to be thinking. I'm <laughs> just saying sundries. The wrong, there's, general
0: store. The live with the the livery truck.
4: <laughs> there's you I know didn't have trucks at building it, a really really a yeah. livery wagon. Yeah, can a horse be a truck? No. Can, <laughs>
5: You're asking the important question. Do airports have horses? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I, know, I meant to bring that up at the top of the show. I owe I owe everyone an apology. Every
3: fire, every airport has a, has a horse department. Yeah, it has a horse truck. You
4: know, we are human beings on this show, and uh, <laughs> occasionally, true, you know, we say a game, oh, that came out on PlayStation. When it didn't, we get some details wrong. It is rare <laughs> to get someone as catastrophically <laughs> wrong as I did on the show last week, and uh, I am yeah. man enough to admit that, yeah, there is 100% dedicated airport firefighters and firefighting equipment. And please, no one tweet me any more pictures <laughs> of airport firefighting
5: equipment. You can tweet them at me. I like airport firefighting equipment. You should play the hot game, new game <laughs> Airport Firefighter on <laughs>
1: PS4.
0: Uh, well, the fact that Red Dead Redemption 2 is a prequel got me thinking about what are the best video game prequels? Mm. There are quite a few, but I don't know how many of them are actually great.
5: I got
4: one.
0: What? Super Mario World 2. Uh Yoshi's Island. Island, yeah. Yoshi's oh, Island. That's yeah. is a prequel, right?
3: I guess that counts. gonna sure. bring that one up. Unless Baby Mario's not actually Mario. That's yeah. true.
0: They do can't appear yeah,
5: next I to each other. Cool.
3: I don't
4: know the canon of Yoshi's Island too. Are those separate? Is there time travel involved or because they make it very clear that you're meeting Yoshi and Mario World.
5: Yeah, it's weird that he wouldn't like bring it up. <laughs> I have never
4: given this one ounce of thought until this moment. <laughs> yeah. Like so well, so Yoshi's running around taking care of baby Mario well, boy, is that and the then same? 40 years later Mario's running around. Is that around. just bunch
3: punch Yoshi? him in the back of the head? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow! It's
0: called the Yoshi Punch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that was <laughs> confirmed. Yeah. Uh, sticking in the Nintendo camp, the Metroid Primes are prequels uh, to Metroid Two. Yeah, yeah. You can't
3: get much better than those. Yeah, it's true. Wow. And but then they don't, they don't set up a bunch of like, prom, you know, lore. And well, there just that. isn't a lot of lore, except I, for Samus's origins, which they did set up, which is like she's ra- raised by the Chozo. and It's that's Chozo like stuff. stuff, yeah. Uh, I
5: don't that's know if true. it yeah. counts, but because it's DLC, but Last of Us Left Behind, mm. it really, really yeah. good.
3: Well, it's, isn't yeah. every Castlevania prequel? I, don't I was know gonna say, idea yeah. what's going to say several of the Castlevanias,
0: series. two and three, in like Castlevania Adventure, all take place before the first Castlevania. Castlevania and there are Marvel. even others. I think Castlevania Legacy is set before all those games. For the first one, basically, uh, Halo Reach, Halo yeah, Reach, Halo Reach, but that's sure. not the only Halo prequel. O D E S T. Halo Wars.
3: Oh, sure. It's mm. also a prequel. Uh, Star Wars Pod Racer. Ooh, oh yeah, boy, yeah, yeah. Uh, how about Metal
0: Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain? Yeah, yeah. Several of the Metal Gears take
5: place before Metal yeah, Gear. I've never,
0: it, as far as I, uh, as far as I understand it. Five is the one that bumps up to Metal Gear. Okay?
5: Yeah, so, like, I've never finished a Metal Gear game, um, and I've never played most of them. And Max, like, his eyes, like, glazed over one day, and he was talking to me about how if I play through them all, I should play them not in the order of release, but in their actual, like, chronological order. No, no, I never agree with that.
4: A- anything that comes out, though, like, what order should I watch this or play it? So like, Just play it in release order. That's what everybody else had to do. <laughs> <laughs> Which,
0: well, I would say play the best one. Well, Start sure. The best I mean, one.
4: I think it's funny that really long-running franchises—they eventually seem afraid to set something at the end of the timeline. I mean, Star Trek is doing it now. Like, they reach a point, they move forward, 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 and then they get stuck going back in time. I'm I'm speaking more about like movies and uh, television yeah. shows. But uh, they get stuck going back in time, and they're scared to sort of do it. I mean, Metroid's yeah. been doing. I love
5: it. one of my favorite devices that I wish I, I kind of want Red Dead to do. Honestly, is Max what Sky. Better Call Saul does, yeah. which is that it it's fully a prequel, but every season just only one yeah. scene so takes the, place the opening, after Breaking Bad. The cold well, open of the here. the cold yeah. open of the season That's takes place cool. in present. So right. there's like five to ten minutes of, of just we've only seen three scenes from it. It's the season one premiere, two premiere, three premiere, You're and I it just takes place after
3: The Hobbit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, actually, actually just kind of took place no. I guess it was, yeah, it took place in the middle of Fellowship. There's yeah. an intro scene, and then the rest of it's a prequel. Yeah.
4: Um, yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda obviously didn't work out. It's not one of the best video game prequels ever made. Um, Is that oh. a prequel? No, it's after. I haven't set yeah. after. Okay, but, I mean, they sort of had their cake and ate it, too, because what the ship that everyone's on takes place during the events of Mass Effect 2 And so none of them are aware of the. So technically, because they're in whatever their sci-fi version of like hypersleep is, like on a calendar, it's later than (laughs) Mass Effect Three. But there's no genophage. There's no none Uh, of that stuff from Mass Effect. Left. Oh yeah.
5: Interesting. I, I never, I cannot believe it because I love the first three games and I played through them. Like, I 100%ed the first two. I didn't even touch and drop it. Yeah, up. the conceit yeah, of the
4: game that. is that we'll yeah, talk about th- that. That bit, ship yeah. took off before the events of three. And I think they did that just so they didn't yeah. have to deal with the multiple choice ending. Like, yeah, yeah. that's
3: Star true. Wars is having an issue with this right now because they made their finale in Star Wars, uh, A New Hope, blowing up the Death Star. And it's super cool. And that saved the universe. And then they're like, what they are we going to do? Uh, they did it a second time in Jedi. They just blew up the Death Star again. Because yeah, yeah. they're like, this will just and make it. And be-
5: basically again in we'll Force it. Awakens. And then they did it again. Yeah. I know. Do you know what? Have I you know. ever
4: seen, I know you have, have you two ever seen the Death Star from A New Hope and a Death Star from Return of a Jedi, like side by side in an infographic? Isn't it like a hundred yeah. times bigger? It's so unclear to people. The movies never communicate this. The second it's Death bigger? Star is way, way, but, like, but, you're but, right. It's
3: like hundred times bigger. then who is dictating bigger. that?
4: Um, I mean, I think it's like me- like I don't Pablo
5: Hidalgo know. and his yeah. infographic no, but factory. I
3: mean, is it because there's a star destroyer near it? That you see? Exactly. Like yeah, I don't know
4: canonically. It. Like it's it is a source of record that confirms yeah. it, but I don't know what
5: it is. It's oh. probably. I mean, they show Death Star plans for both of them. I'm sure if you. Yeah. Look with the fine tooth comb. They're I mean, they, least, they fly
4: least, around inside the second Death Star.
5: Yeah, yeah
3: totally. but at yeah. least Star Wars is now saying we're going to tell yep. a bigger story, and they're going to have to come up with different types. But of now they have That's almost the, the opposite brush. problem,
5: though. Yeah. Like their their prequel stories, like I don't know. At least personally. I don't want a Han Solo prequel movie. I don't want an Obi wan prequel movie. I like
3: you're gonna say, like personally, like, I don't really like the prequel. movie. Yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> <Like, that laughs> I just might need. be the only really? one. Explain. <laughs> no, but I mean, like these these new Star Wars stories, like Rogue One, yeah. I think is very good. Yeah. Like I, I like it. Good. I didn't need it. Like I don't yeah, really no. feel like they needed to do that. I needed that Darth Vader scene. They did yeah, the best fair.
3: job they could with that one. Yes. Yeah. I don't trust them to do the same with Han Solo. I so totally put agree. me wrong. Sure, I mean, great. there's
5: so many. Like I was talking to Max and Brian about this. There are so many bad things they can do in a Han Solo. Like, there's so many, like... Lando, pay yeah. attention. Your head's always in the clouds. Like, there's so many like awful lines yeah. they can do that are just like, stop I've it. I've
4: got a bad feeling about this. Said by Han Solo's yeah. dad. like before. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, exactly. like,
5: the whole uh, time he's carrying uh, around young Chewie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's get, let's get back on track with video game prequels. A lot of people don't realize this. Uh, both I know Chewie's old. Both Deus Ex: Human Revolution and Mankind Divided are yep. prequels to the first
4: Deus Ex. Ah, interesting. Yep. That's
3: yeah, that's mm. another franchise. Afraid is that because and, without spoiling it, there is some big finale that they can't get past? In one I them. don't know the reason. I think why. it's
4: because there's a less liked sequel. There's Invisible War. Yeah. That it's actually not a bad game, but it's not like beloved in the same way. And so then that like mucks up the mm-hmm. timeline, right? And they just don't want they don't want to play yep. around in that yeah. space.
5: There's Batman Arkham Origins.
0: Yeah, uh, which
4: well, I feel like people have
0: kind
5: of come around on I think a little. I don't think I think the first two were so loved, and yeah. then that one came, and so people didn't like it. Some you people go back slept
0: on it because it wasn't rock steady. Yeah,
5: but people don't really love Arkham Knight today. Yeah.
0: I think so. I think they f- feel more favorably about Arkham Origins than they do uh, Arkham Knight.
5: Because something. it feels it's like a, an Arkham City expansion, basically. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like it's you go to the same bridge like 150 times. Uh, how about these? Assassin's Creed 4
0: and Assassin's Creed Rogue uh. are both prequels to Assassin's Creed 3.
5: Uh. Well, I, I'm. Yeah. No? no? No, that's right. That's because it's the Connor Kenway What's his name? Kenway like family? Ancestor, yeah, yeah. family yeah. yeah,
4: but they're all, I mean, all of them are interconnected. And they just uh, take place. I, I guess I just like understood.
0: I, I thought that one was a little bit more connected than some of
5: these. Because it, like there's an SEO trilogy or whatever, and this yeah. definitely focuses, or at least they were tr- starting to, and That's then true. abandoned. There's it. that bloodline.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair point.
0: There's also uh, Gears of War Judgment. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Prequel to the whole. I
5: forgot Gears about Wars that.
3: Mega mm. Man One's a God prequel to Mega Man Two.
0: God of War Ascension.
5: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The the that PSP was a ones, the Wait. PSP ones, I believe, are prequels to. No, something God that War came one. out
4: at the same time as God of, Gears of War Judgment. There were two games that did game title and something else that same year.
5: The one that came
0: came to PlayStation Three after God of War that's Three Ascension. was God of War Ascension. Yeah, and that's a prequel. I
5: don't know.
4: Yes. Okay.
5: Yeah, that you're. I think that is because I think his family's in it. I, that's the only God of War game I haven't played, but I think you're right. Sorry if this is a fire truck airport thing all over again. <laughs> uh also I guess technically I mean not really, but Bioshock Infinite takes place like forty years before Bioshock One and yeah, those have threads cool. later. Yeah. yeah, that's true.
0: Last week the SNES Classic was released. Uh Nintendo promised they had uh more supply to deliver this year. Anecdotally, it doesn't seem like no. they did to me. Thanks for nothing. I had no me. problems. I
5: pre-ordered it, no, 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 came on really true. straight.
3: I, I disagree with that. I think but, the people in our office that wanted to get one were totally screwed on pre-orders again. Yeah. That didn't work out at all. Mm. Those are awful. But the people that went to Target on Friday morning, I know you got one, uh, were able to go and get them. And they all got them. Everybody that went to a retail store on Friday morning got one. I still don't have one.
4: I'm deeply disappointed.
5: Well, I think Amazon specifically really... Amazon true, true hosed their, yeah. their customers. I went to... Well,
3: yeah, what well, about... What, I've
0: had a lot of issues with Amazon and Nintendo products yeah. specifically. Yep. yep That's interesting. Listen, I like Listen, yep. I'm at the point, I'm ready to say... I I will not pre-order any yep. Nintendo thing from Amazon.
5: Same, the yeah. only thing they that has that ever too. come on time are Amiibo. They but seem like to. The rest of it never works.
4: I mean, Amazon is a company, you know, it's incredible. You know, it's a, just sure. a fabric of like American Amazon. life at this point. But they are not reliable when it comes to video game deliveries anymore. They just aren't.
5: For me, it's only Nintendo. Like I've had, I've been an Amazon Prime member for forever since it started, and I at this point have had problems with maybe six orders ever, and yeah. every single one of them was an Nintendo product. So the thing
4: about the uh, SNES Classic is um, I'm sensitive to just the logistical nightmare of delivering who, who knows how many tens of thousands of things on the same day, where you don't know how many you're going to get in the idea. Like, I understand all that. But they they were selling them on treasure trucks. Like, yeah, there are tens shady. of thousands of people that still don't have their SNES Classic that they, they pre-ordered yeah. from Amazon. Their pre-order hasn't so been shady. canceled. It's just sitting there hanging while Amazon has stock that they're selling in treasure trucks. Yeah, that's like, really bad. That is a crappy a truck. Truck. Yeah, that's I, a crappy, I crappy heard heard it, move.
5: I hadn't heard of it until this. Tre- treasure truck is the most confusing thing ever because you see them, they're parked in major cities, and they say Amazon all over them. You can't walk up to them and buy anything. You have to, it's like in store pickup. So you have to order it via the website, and then you pick it up at the treasure here? truck location.
4: Not in San Francisco.
5: They haven't been in San Francisco at all? I mean they I think they were. I the, think they're it's not, not that one early. of the like
4: they have a list of like 15 cities or whatever that they're in. SF isn't one of them, but it's a truck and so yeah. I think that they've had some presence in the city, but it's yeah. not one of the like official pilot cities. Right
5: right.
3: So yeah, I think they were better at getting them in stock in that one day. But then two things didn't happen. They uh, there's been nothing about regular orders on Amazon, yep. Best Buy, Walmart, any of those are more coming. Like yeah, like they, they say they, ne- they are. They never just put them for sale. They had pre-orders and then nothing. Yeah, so that's weird. And then also uh, retail hasn't like restocked daily. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. what will they come in this Friday? Is there any? And like, GameStop's like, we'll tell everybody when yeah. they come in again. I will <laughs> say, but like, now we're back in the same situation where they're sold out and they're like, what, twice as much on eBay. Well, that's yeah.
4: what I was just going to get into. Is what they're eighty dollars MSRP, seventy yep. bucks, yeah, eighty, eighty, yeah. and it sells for. It's selling on Craigslist and eBay for about one forty. It's which definitely lower. So, yeah. so just supply and demand economics. That's a little bit better than the NES Classic was. It is a little bit better. Like that was selling for more than two
5: X its cost. Which I think seems to indicate it also
3: means that those people got them somehow. Yeah, Which yeah.
5: Like, yeah. I don't a really lot of stores know. didn't have limits, so there's all yeah, those. Pictures I don't understand of like, why don't retail stores just limit it to one limit per, to one? one per customer. That because really they don't
4: care. They just want to <laughs> sell their 50 <laughs> consoles.
5: I think the weird thing so. is like SNES Classic still majorly mainstream. Obviously, I think it's maybe like that 10% lower than the NES. Like my dad wanted an NES Classic because yeah. he's a super lapsed gamer from the 80s, but like he that. doesn't care about Super Nintendo. Dude, like, I, I
3: kept saying that, and everybody in the office was like, "No, Super Nintendo Classic will be much more popular." No,
5: I disagree. Like, like, my parents
3: it's, have never
4: even heard of a Super Nintendo. It's twenty
5: dollars higher than the impulse purchase range. So it's 80 bucks instead of 60.
4: Yep, that's a big difference. Yeah. 80 versus 60 takes it out of impulse range for a lot of people. And I completely agree a thousand percent that the SNES Classic, you know, the greatest collection of games ever made, I think it has less broad appeal to like moms than the NES Classic did. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Well, the whole reason I bring this up is because on the day the SNES Classic was released, a new mini console was announced. (laughs) And that is the Commodore 64 Mini. <laughs> oh boy! They announced this last week. I, no, I
3: think this is really cool. <laughs> you have like five minute. The Commodore load 64 has really good games and good Dude. versions of a lot of games you guys already like. They
0: announced the Commodore 64 Mini uh, last week to come early 2018 for seventy bucks and includes sixty four games. And well, of course, it does. A lot of people don't have experience with the Commodore 64. They called it like the what the most successful personal computer of all time, the mm. the, the highest selling uh, personal computer of all time. But it was very popular in the 80s. I didn't own one myself, but like kids in my neighborhood had one, and then my cousins had one. So I played lots of C64 games at other people's houses.
3: Yeah, I learned basic through it. I programmed it. They're really cool. And they were like,
0: the games are, some of the games were a little bit more. Uh, involved than, like, NES, you know, action mm-hmm. arcade games. Like, there were, like, adventure, sure. adventure games, uh, Maniac Mansion, yeah, Zach McCracken and the Alien Mindbenders. I played, for for Mindbenders. Go later. I played uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Hitchhiker's Frank's was house, great. And
3: that was Infocom also, just like Zork.
0: And died by getting hit in the head with a brick over and over again because we couldn't figure out how to escape our house being bulldozed.
3: There's a um, <clears throat> uh, Aztec Challenge is a really cool game on uh, Converse 64. Uh, the Jumpman Jr. series is yeah. really cool. Good music. The Commodore 64 has really good music. So the thing looks cool. Really
0: it's a 50% scale replica of the original uh, console with a keyboard, although the keyboard is non-functional. Uh, sure. It's HDMI output, so it should just be plug and play with your TV. And it includes a classic joystick, which is like a big joystick with two buttons on it. 64 built-in two games. Buttons. Yeah, there's two buttons. I never on had it. two button buttons. one and two. Yeah. Uh, 64 games. Uh, there Can aren't you see the games. Yeah, there's, the, list games the list of games is, is public, and uh, the, so like highlights are Impossible Mission one and two. Yeah, those are huge. Mm. Paradroid and Cal- California Games. California Games is really oh. good. At California Games, or and it was when I was four. Chips <laughs> Challenge is also really good. Chips yeah. is amazing. But there are a lot of notable uh, uh games that are missing. Like my favorite game that I played on sixty 60- C64 as a kid was Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Never but heard that, that. That one's not on there. You That's play. Great. It's like a, sing- a series of single-screen uh, mazes where you're a tiny little Bruce Lee running around and you have to wow. avoid a big, fat, green sumo wrestler and a ninja that's that great. chase you around. And you have to collect the lanterns on each stage. Uh, when you've collected all the lanterns, you get you to go to the next stage. Mm-hmm. How do you so know that's... you're Bruce Lee? It, the game is called Bruce Lee.
4: Okay, you're just assuming. Yeah.
0: It breaks uh, the fourth wall a lot. Hey,
5: guys, just to remind you playing at home. Hey, I'm Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee here. It's me, Bruce Lee. The game is called Bruce Lee. Uh, <laughs> the thing,
4: uh, if your friends <laughs> had a
3: Commodore 64, then the coolest thing was that they would have... Or I played this on a 128 a lot, but they'd have a, a, a stack of discs that were just copied from somebody else because there's like no copyright yeah. protection whatsoever, and they just had all the arcade games on them, and mm. they're, they're like Atari-ish versions. You know what's also supposed so to be you just good? Play like Donkey Kong and Pac Man, Pole Position, all that stuff. Just like just stacks and stacks of those.
0: The Commodore version of Bubble Bobble is supposed to be really good. Oh mm. yeah, I, but I
3: that's actually not on. Own that this in the list. packaging and everything, but I've never tried it. I've yeah. always wanted to.
5: Are they? I mean, like, so one of the things that's cool about SNES Classic is like, if you want. Earthbound, like if you wanted it until this came out, you would just spend like two hundred and fifty dollars on a cartridge. Whereas this is something, ignoring the stock issues, that you can theoretically walk into Walmart and buy and then have it. So like our Commodore 64 games, like how collectible are they? How expensive well, are they? Well,
3: it's just a matter of you know running a Commodore on a
5: monitor like no, or a CRT yeah. television would be very yeah, difficult to do. Yeah.
3: Your keyboard, so so having HDMI accessible out, accessible at all, that's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's I interesting.
4: Cool. Just from we've talked about this on Game Scoop before uh, about like just game preservation. And you mentioned Bubble Bobble. Like when yeah. everyone thinks about Bubble Bobble, maybe not everyone. Most people, I think, think about the NES version of so. that game. Yeah. But there's other versions, sometimes better and sometimes worse, of games that hit you know all kinds of other PCs and you know the Commodore and other platforms of the era. And, uh, uh, you know, like there's a notoriously bad uh, Pac Man on Atari, you know, mm-hmm. that had little rectangular pellets that you had yeah. to eat. And that's really fascinating and interesting to me, just as a piece of history, like all the different versions of something that came out, especially if, like, some lesser known version can be considered, like, the comprehensive or, you know, canonical version.
5: Yeah. So, what consoles don't have minis at this point? Because there's a Genesis flashback, no. there's.
4: Yeah, but there's, so
0: there's no TurboGrafx mm. 16 Sega CD.
3: Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: there isn't.
3: Uh, well, thermographics would be such a good
0: one. The, that, that, that crappy uh, Genesis yeah. flashback contains some Sega Master System games. But I don't think there's been a dedicated
5: Sega Master, Master, System, Master System mini. Yeah. Neo
4: Geo would be really good. Get all those arcade games. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Who owns Could TurboGrafx happen theoretically? Like, who even has? Uh, so I was trying to think Konami about this.
4: Konami owns Hudson, right?
5: And
0: Konami yeah. doesn't seem very interested in publishing games anymore. Yeah. Well,
4: but there may be there. You're, you there may be a big rights issue yeah. there with one company owning the software and another owning the rights to the. Yeah, hardware. it'd be a total yeah. mess,
3: but it'd be super fun. Yeah.
4: That's cool. I would love a TurboGrafx mini.
0: Anyway, I think the C64 mini is cool. It's uh, early 2018 for 70 bucks. It is October, ladies and gentlemen, which means it's time to check in with our retro magazine library. Ooh, and he, this uh, episode... Halloween issue? I've selected the October 1992 issue of Electronic Gaming Monthly. 25 years. Turtles ago. on the Genesis special picture preview.
5: <laughs> Was it like a picture text preview? only normally? Like, what yeah. does that mean?
0: Uh, also, new Sega CDs, uh, previews of Dragon Warrior 4, Art of Fighting, Predator 2, Mega Man 5... Airzonk, Sonic Two, they got Alien Three
3: did and you say, did you say Sega CDs?
0: That's what it says. New Sega CDs. All right. <laughs> yep.
3: <laughs> let's let's dig in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: let's dig in. There's lots of uh, you guys are in for a treat uh, this so time. Great. the ad was that I a, love Was the that ad. an
3: Aerosmith Jet X uh
0: Probably. Uh yeah. we're gonna jump to page fourteen to yeah. the, the letters uh section here. Mm-hmm.
3: Revolution X, sorry.
0: And we've got a letter from, let's see, this is from Rex Shaw in Orange, California. He just says, okay, dudes, enough is enough. You've done everything possible on Street Fighter 2. It's time to move on. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, what uh, October two, 1992. The SNES version of Street Fighter 2, was it came out in 91? Yeah. It was. yeah. And yeah, and every issue just like has tons of stuff of Street on um, Street Fighter 2. Do you think That's this guy right. was like seething when the Switch port got yeah. announced yeah, years <laughs> later? <laughs> it probably was? Uh, the editors right back. Bet you wouldn't be saying that if Ryu were standing behind you.
3: What do you think, <laughs> oh, folks? That is a good <laughs> comeback.
0: Had enough of the World Warriors for one lifetime.
3: <laughs> we uh we get similar feedback on IGN. Please stop covering this. Yeah yeah. yeah yeah whatever. It is. And the reason Please we're covering it is because a lot of people want to read about it. You know, stop writing stories about Destiny.
0: Another thing we've you know, as long as I've uh, followed video games, people have always complained about how many sequels there are. Everything's a sequel. There's no original games. No new no ideas. Uh, Brian Rice into saying, yikes. Your last issue really made a statement. Super Mario Land 2, Strider 2, Fantasy Star 4, Afterburner 3, Thunder Force 4, and RBI 4 are all sequels. Don't manufacturers have any original ideas anymore? It seems that we are being suffocated by sequels. Just because a game has more memory or better graphics than its original doesn't always make it better. Buying them is tempting, but I, for one, feel cheapened when purchasing a cart that relies on its predecessor's popularity. We have already endured five Mario Adventures, three Shinobis, Three Ghouls and Ghosts, five Turtles games, and seven Batman games. Oh, boy. Before oh. the turn of the century, we might dwell in a world of all sequels. I think it's time that game developers start coming up with better ideas. What's his name? Wow. Brian.
3: It's been a tough quarter of a century, Brian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> out, of, uh, out of
4: every franchise he listed, uh, which Batman isn't a franchise, but you know what I mean. Like, Mario is the only one still publishing contemporary games.
0: Uh, yeah. What are the others? Uh, Shinobi, Ghouls and Ghosts, Turtles, yeah, Batman. Yeah, what like the bad? Turtles games, there, there have been a couple bad Turtles you games. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just
4: funny. Like, that's the one that survived. Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: the editor's right back. You forgot Mega Man 5 and Adventure <laughs> Island 3.
2: <laughs> you can
0: put away Trolling. your or- Orwellian thoughts, however, because a quick glance around and you'd see some kicking original stuff like Out of This World and Mario Paint and a whole new batch of CD games, some with real motion video. Ooh, well, I really like, like these stats. Is it Orwellian
3: because they're dystopic? I was going to say, yeah. I don't quite. It's looking at like a dark future, I guess. Coralian uh, to me would mean like doublespeak. Yeah. Derek from New Jersey. State. Yeah, or Surveillance State. Yeah,
0: Derek from New Jersey writing to say, I've been following your coverage of Street Fighter II since it was first mentioned in gaming gossip. I now have the cartridge, and I have a few questions about this 16-meg wonder. In one issue, you had a picture of the game's circuit board showing four four meg chips. When I got the game, I was surprised to see how small the cartridge actually was. I tried to take it apart and couldn't because it requires a special screwdriver.
3: Uh, <laughs> after I've picked up those cartridges before. They're like cracked.
0: After breaking the shell, There's like I've,
3: grease all over. Listen. It.
0: After breaking oh, the shell, I found out why they didn't want anybody to look inside. There were only two main memory chips on a tiny board. Dun, 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 dun. What happened? Did Capcom find a way to compress the data or? Did I get scammed by a false copy? Is it still 16 meg? I thought there was supposed to be a special music chip built in. Wow. Man. He's hardcore.
3: Yeah. cracked it open.
0: EGM says, no deception here, Derek. The photo we ran was of the working prototype. Once the program is finished, this info is packed into eight meg chips, like the ones in your circuit board. There is no special music chip. (laughs) (laughs) I I just want to point out. Eight
3: meg chips,
5: of (laughs) course. I want to point out the lost art of envelope art. Yeah. Oh I yeah. So AMG much
0: arts. Yeah. I miss. It. I wish there was some way we could get envelope art. If you guys yeah. would, uh, if yeah. you guys mail us our, a letter yeah, to GameScoop, yeah, and with envelope art, we'll totally share it here on the show. Yes, please. do Our that. address is 2nd Street, fourth floor, San Francisco, California nine four one zero seven. Make it attention GameScoop, mm-hmm. Damon Hatfield. We'll totally share your envelope envelope art here on the show,
3: oh and it has to have Sonic. <laughs> Yeah, that's
0: Sonic only. Preferably <laughs> no Sonic. We're going to jump to page 24. Uh, the big review this issue was Mario Paint. It got a nine and three eighths.
4: Ooh.
3: That was Love the it. big Scoop. review. I mean, that I was like Mario review.
4: Paint too, but.
3: Goodness gracious. Look at that Star Wars for Game Boy. Yeah. yeah, May
5: the Force go with you. Oh, That uh, made George Lucas so mad.
3: They didn't even need to change it. They yeah. could have just said May the Force go with
5: you. A quick scan
0: of the reviews uh, this issue. Super Nintendo had Humongous, Super Brewster Brothers, Test Drive 2, Super Batter Up, a couple NES games, Gargoyles Quest 2, Power Blade 2. Mm. On Genesis, it was Green Dog.
3: Those are very
0: late games. RBI Baseball Four, TurboGraphic Sixteen, Cosmic Fantasy Two, and Soldier Blade on the Game Gear. There was Chuck Rock. Chuck Rock on Game Boy. It was Star Wars. My man. And uh, Night Quest. I don't even know Night Quest. I've never heard of Night Quest. K and I G H T. You you sure? I mean Night Court. On the links, yeah, Night Court. But (laughs) K and I G H T. Why is it someone made that game? Night Court.
4: But but Kay and I
0: Your no. Honor, my liege. <laughs> uh, two links games, Pinball Jam and Shadow of the Beast. Uh, let's jump jam. to page 44. Like playing some magic in
4: like a fantasy land courtroom is actually a really good idea. And game.
0: I don't understand this. This whole this spray just EGM's top tens and it's sponsored by Babbages. Oh, it yeah.
4: So
3: it's their sales.
0: Well, it says the information below is provided by Babbages and it's current as of August 14th, 1992. And well, they have a top ten. That. They have yeah. a top 10 for Nintendo, sure. Super Nintendo, <laughs> Genesis, Game Boy, and Lynx, but then there's just editors. Is that it's just the yeah, editors it's top the personal? Game they bought <laughs> personal top 10? Like that's yeah. so everything else, are we get to assume everything else is based on sales? Yeah. And then this is just the editor's yeah. top 10. That's whatever weird. you
4: want. Just put whatever you want in there. It doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> no, number one on the Nintendo list was Yoshi.
3: Hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. The game Yoshi. Yep.
3: The game Yoshi. Not to be confused with Yoshi's Cookie. Yep. Uh,
0: number one, Super Nintendo was Street Fighter Two. Genesis was Evander Holyfield Boxing. Game Boy was Super Mario Land, which was three years old at that point. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, Lynx was Batman Returns, and the editors was Street Fighter II. They're, they really were talking a lot about Street Fighter Two back in the days. On page 48 here, we go to Gaming Gossip. Here we go. Yeah, go. Really
4: Lay it on, on us, Quarterman. Quarterman. He Quarterman says. says
0: Yeah, he says, it's Quarterman. quarterman. He says, after months of insidious disinformation and bags full of stories to the contrary, the Cuminator has discovered that the Electronic Arts Matsushita Warner Pool Project, named after the company developing it, the SMSG for San Mateo Software Group, is a 32-bit machine with some incredible graphic and animation features, but is now rumored to not be a CD-ROM-based system. So before we go any further here, they're talking about a system that would never come to light. Yeah. However, uh, the e- E.A. was rumored to make a console. Yeah. In wow. San Mateo. Yeah. The master plan. Oh, sorry. In fact, the Q-Man has learned through well-informed sources that the unit isn't a cartridge console either. Oh, the master plan boy. of the Trip Brigade, Trip Hawkins. Mm-hmm, Trip. <laughs> That's right. Is to put the SMSG machine into the hands of e- of every American who subscribes to cable television services. Here's the plan. When you get your cable service, the local carrier will deliver, for a small fee of 5 to $10, the SMSG 32-bit system, which you'll rent each month, like a cable box. Then, through a pseudo-pay-per-view service, anxious gamers will have the opportunity to access a library of titles to download for around $5. bucks. you will then be able to play to your heart's content until you decide to turn off the system. So they, you, they, they disappear from your system's
4: memory after you turn it off? You play until you turn it off, just well, like every video. While well the
0: out. majority of the initial releases are rumored to be current EA hits, the potential for software sales, I mean rentals, is staggering. If the plan works, as the rumor mill says, the SMSG could become the dominant force in gaming with upwards of 30 million units in homes by the end of next year. Quarterman, of course, will keep his followers well-fed with any new SMSG tidbits that happen my way. It's pretty right, futuristic What the hell is tonight? Spanx yeah. Quest? Yeah, well, again, you're
5: jumping ahead, Sam. We haven't gotten I there I just, yet. I can't. I really, I, I would love to see a report card of the stuff that Quarterman got right versus right. I would love to see that, too. Uh, of course, this console would not ever
0: see the light of day, but Trip Hawkins would develop the 3DO. Mm-hmm. That would be... Well,
3: that is that. Well,
4: it's so funny... But it, that was a CD-based system. I mean, when you're a child That's reading true. this magazine and you're just like, oh, rumors, you know, but now as an adult, it's so obviously clear that, like, they had real, <laughs> like, real intel on something like this, and, like, we're also hearing rumors that there may be a Super Mario World too, and it's, like, just... The mix of like what's clearly like an actual lead and clearly just made up yeah. is so, so clear. Here's the
0: next bit of gaming gossip. Look who's made the big time. Sonic the Hedgehog, the mammoth of mirth, has pinned a deal with the white shirts of ABC to star in his own television show this fall. While the Q-Man has dug deep, things remain sketchy. What we do know is that the show will be animated and current plans have the blurred blue one beaming into the airwaves for a one-shot primetime slot. Wow. Sources hinted that this could lead to a regular engagement <laughs> in the same time period or possibly a move to the conventional Saturday morning hours for a one-on-one yeah, with maybe. the Big N's own mascot, Mario. Don't look to the q to visualize this one, quarter freaks. I'll admit it's a nice idea, but I just don't see it.
3: I'm, I'm Sonic Show.
0: <laughs> Don't be surprised if you see Truxton 2 hitting game systems soon. Does anybody have it? <laughs>
3: Truxton? Does anybody know what Truxton is? With it, with the
0: game it is eating up the Japanese arcade charts and is reportedly so good it could actually dethrone Street Fighter 2. Oh my god, they love Street Fighter 2. I told you. <laughs> More news from Teriyaki in Japan. Super Mario 2, America's revamped version of the Famicom classic Arabian Legend disk, is now set to make a second appearance in The Land of the Rising Sun as Super Mario USA. Give me a break. Oh my god,
4: <laughs> who's Teriyaki?
0: It's their Japanese reporter. Oh boy.
4: <laughs>
3: ATM oh
0: ATM boy. Had a Japanese reporter called Teriyaki.
3: Oh, <laughs> it's not our fault.
0: <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, they're they're talking about how uh, Super Mario Bros. 2 was originally a conversion of a Japanese game.
3: But he says that it's going to come out here as Super Mario USA?
0: No, they're going to bring out Super Mario 2 in Japan as Super Mario America. Weird.
3: They did do that. They, they did, did do, do that. that, yeah. I didn't think it was in 1992.
0: Mm, yeah, I'm not sure exactly when Well,
5: quarterman got scoops years ahead.
0: All right, one more, one more. The, the long-awaited and much-talked-about Super Mario movie is finally becoming a reality. Mm-hmm. The Q-Man's Hollywood sources have discovered that Bob Hoskins, of Who Framed Roger Rabbit fame, has been marked to Man Mario for the big screen. Another big-name star set to play in the video game Come to Life is Dennis Hopper. Quarterman doesn't know his role yet, but he'd fit for the Psycho Luigi part. Uh, uh, Universal Bowser. Universal Soldier, give me a break. The video game version of this sorry summer turkey is really Turrican 2 in disguise.
5: Uh, that's like a pretty generally big scoop. Like, that's like a yeah. surprising yeah. thing to have been accurate about. The casting had probably already been announced.
0: Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, and like true. like Sam pointed out, there's a full-page ad for this game called Spanky's Quest.
3: Yeah. Can I see Spanky's Quest? On
0: Spanky's Quest? Super Spanky. Nintendo and Game Boy, and I, I'm not Spanky. familiar with this game.
3: I'm glad I saw this before you asked about it on 20 Questions. Yeah. <laughs> not really. It's recommended Wait, by Archie. That's so, what I want to say.
0: Yeah. There's a logo on there that says it says this game is recommended by Archie also, from Archie there's a,
3: Comics. There's a sexy apple in it.
0: How mm. is that a thing? Recom- oh, this is. It's got the uh, Archie the apple. The Archie seal of approval. I really. Yes, Archie I hope, is
4: a fictional character. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hope Riverdale season two brings in Spanky. Uh, like like the cover promise, there's a lineup of new Sega CD games coming. One of them is Dolphin, and they say Dolphin will be a quest game that evolves new types of gameplay. Okay. No. Yeah. Echo. Echo the Dolphin. Yeah, that's what it is. Why did they just call it Dolphin? Right yeah, type. that's Dolphin. weird. That's but does that predate Echo the title. Dolphin? No, if not for Sega CD. There'd been like mm. two of them for Genesis. Oh. I don't know
4: if they'd already come out.
3: Maybe Sega CD and Echo the Dolphin came out at the same time or really near Echo the Dolphin. Yeah.
0: It is strange. And then Better. several of these games listed. Never came out for Sega CD. That
4: Sonic screenshot looks fake as hell, by the way. Yeah, right? (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) Ultima Underworld never came out for Sega CD. Oh,
4: not for Sega CD.
0: Cool World, based on the movie, never came to Sega That
4: came to NES.
0: Sega CD, yeah. Uh, Let's see. We're going to jump to page 62 here. Uh, because their leading edge section has the first preview and review of Mortal Kombat oh, in the arcades.
4: Oh yeah!
0: Time to stop talking about Street Fighter Two. Yeah, seriously.
3: But like, they
4: didn't know. Like, that's what's so crazy about this era is Mortal Kombat wasn't Mortal Kombat yet. It was just a new weird fighting game. that's, that's
3: a preview or a review? Preview and review. Oh, and. Uh, <laughs> Do they like it? And
4: there's a
0: photo here of Ed Boon, the minds behind the magic. That's great. wow. Very young-looking Ed Boon. And it says, hot on the heels of recent hits like Total Carnage, and the boys of Bally Midway have created a new smart bomb with the potential <laughs> to lay other fighting games, even Street Fighter II, to rest. Like, how many times we're, like, skimming through the Mm -hmm. issue and how many times have they mentioned Street Fighter (laughs) Two? Mortal Kombat makes a radical departure from normal fare by using live actors to play the parts of the combatants. This wonder of modern video gaming technology promises to take games to new levels of realism and playability. But what about the scenes of graphic violence in Mortal Kombat? And then they have a rating. They give it a 9 overall. How it rates. While Mortal Kombat will surely draw comparisons with the other fighting games now in the arcades, it does represent an extension and not a duplication of the theme. Mortal Kombat delivers all the way. The graphics are absolutely killer with the blood and guts screen candy, merely bolstering what is impressive play technique already built in. The action is consistent but never repetitive. As either a single or two-player awesome contest... Moral Combat scores a knockout and leaves the competition on the canvas. It's I think that's a, that's a typo. Wow.
3: There's an ad for Prince of Persia, NES.
5: Yeah, I know, it's right? A late game I know, ad. yeah. What
3: are they doing? They're just reviewing games and random pages of the yep. magazine. Like, I Mortal Combat was like a cultural event. And in, like I remember when I first played it in the arcade, it was like a much bigger deal than they're even making of it. Like the yeah. spike pit and the fatalities—like yeah. they didn't even mention any of that stuff. I just think it was no. a big deal. Yeah. yeah. I
4: think if you were like, if we were to look at the two more issues, Mortal Kombat would be all over it. But this yeah. was just so early. Like I'm just surprised they weren't yeah. like more blown
3: away in that review. Mm.
0: We write it. We we go to the Game Doctor. This is where people wrote in like technical technical questions about their games and hardware. Uh, and Brian from New York write in asking, said, "I've been a loyal reader for yours." of yours for some years now, and I finally found a reason to write you. With all these drastic changes in the video game market occurring right and left, what do you predict will come about in the future? How will these system wars pan out? Reading the August EGM really shocked me regarding price cuts, cheaper technology, more advanced hardware, and surges in the number of sequels as well as new and improved games that are to be released within the next year. What is your personal outlook? Will 8-bit survive? Will CD games prevail? What is to become of the current systems?
4: Those CD games are just a fad.
0: (laughs) The Game Doctor says, I think 8-bit is already over, for all intents and purposes. Sega was a clear leader in the 16-bit wars as of last Christmas, but Sega has had an awful year. It failed to follow up its biggest hits. Mm. Sonic 2 is only now being ready for release. Mm. Uh, Then after delighting gamers with Castle of Illusion, Sega followed it up with the difficult-to-play Fantasia. Worse still... The CD-ROM drive was released in Japan and died, mostly due to the lack of quality entertainment software support. If manufacturers want video game consumers to purchase CD drives for the systems, they should give them a legitimate reason. That the 16-bit systems themselves will survive seems a surer thing. The prices on the existing units have fallen low enough that even given the existing libraries, libraries they are, given, they are a pretty good deal. But ROM is an expensive memory storage medium, so either CD has to make it or prices on the software will probably remain unrealistically high.
2: Mm.
4: It's fascinating that, I mean, by 93 or four, Sega was kind of already a little bit of a joke. I mean, the Sega CD had flopped and the 32X had flopped. And, uh, yeah. But, like, there was a brief little window, like 89, 90, 91, and, like, we're at the turning point, like, now where, like, Sega absolutely dominated everything.
0: Uh, There's a preview of Final Fantasy V. It says this will likely be renamed Final Fantasy III in the States.
4: Well, Well, isn't that great? (laughs) Final Fantasy (laughs) VI was three. Yeah, they were close. Five didn't come out. Does it have a preview of it?
0: Uh, Just the short little preview of Final Fantasy V? It has pictures of it. Look
4: at Bart's there.
3: I mean, Bart's. Isn't that him?
0: What, that, is that the name of your guy in Final Fantasy V? I think I so. Don't know. I don't
4: remember.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's really unusual to see. You know, the Super Famicom Final Fantasy V previewed in a U.S. magazine. That's really cool that it's in there.
4: Well, it's funny that it's in there. And then, if you were playing games at the time, you wouldn't play that game for uh, I don't know, many, many years. I don't know when Final Fantasy V. Was so there was so the local. PlayStation One, maybe PS One. Not yeah. that. Many well, when? And when did
0: three come out on Super Nintendo?
3: Three was six, so it was 90, long after 90, that. That's what I'm saying. This is 92. <laughs> yeah. 94,
0: maybe. 94, yeah. yeah. Uh, crazy. The subscription page, I love this. If you the subscribe shirt. to EGM, you got a T-shirt with your subscription. It says, with your paid subscription, you'll receive this special collector's T-shirt emblazoned with the EGM attitude that will turn heads and make you feel like a pro oh, oh boy. no it's matter where era. you play. And it's a T-shirt that just says, in your face. EGM. Yeah. <laughs> a t-shirt that just says "In Your Face" is the EGM attitude. I
3: want the the- same attitude as Sonic the Hedgehog.
0: Oh, I would wear the shit out of this shirt if I had a copy of this. It today. just says "In Your Face." Yeah.
3: Yeah. EGM. Yeah. We can make. It's those so shirts. good. But maybe uh, we should bootleg those.
0: All right, we jump to page one thirty-six, uh, and it's a preview of Final Fantasy. Mystic Quest, mm-hmm. you know, which was, uh, well, it says right here, many gamers complain that either their children are not mature enough to understand RPGs or that some people just don't want to think through a game. Well, the minds of Square have just come up with a game that will satisfy everyone.
3: Maybe <laughs> Final Fantasy.
0: And I was saying, yeah. sections of this magazine feel like they're written in a totally different voice and are filled with, like, broken English yeah. and typos, and, I like... I, this is one of those sections. For instance, one of these images has has a caption. Your characters will do funny things. For example, if something weird happens, you will shrug in stupidity. <laughs>
3: shrug what a, in stupidity? In stupidity.
4: Mm-hmm. What a good, mm-hmm. what a nice little uh, <laughs> excerpt there.
0: Let's jump to page one forty six. Uh, this is the Mega Man Five preview. Okay. And I just pointed out that yeah, this is nineteen ninety two, and they're previewing Mega Man Five <laughs> for the NES. Yeah. They, they also made Mega Man Six. There's still the the one NES. more to come after yeah. that. It's crazy. Let's jump to page 174 here. This has been my
4: favorite one of these we've. I told you day. this is so
0: good. Two page preview of Air Zonk.
4: Air Zonk. That's what it needs. A two page spread. So this is a shooter. Yes, but
0: the interesting thing here, not one of these words mentions Bonk. Or Bonk's Adventure, the fact that this is a spinoff from Bonk's Adventure. So maybe it isn't a spinoff. It, it is. It, <laughs> is. <laughs> it absolutely is. Look at him. Look I at know. him. It's Bonk in space. None of this even mentions that this is a spinoff of Bonk's Adventure. And that was like the big TurboGrafx team. You'd think they would want to mention that.
3: Yeah, it seems like they're winding down TurboGrafx coverage. Ooh, they have it also games.
4: feels like they're winding down their magazine. They're like, look, look, look. We're at the end of the magazine. <laughs> just, just wrap it up. And this one's for you, Sam. It's a preview of Joan
0: Mac for Game Yay. Boy. For game but Boy, check this so. out. It's it just good. it's just Joe,
3: Mac's not in the game. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's Does Joe it, and with, Mac with, with just Joe. Cable?
3: Is it called Joe and Mac?
0: Yeah, it's just called Joe and Mac. Is
3: it called Joe and Mac? Andrew, Ninja? it's wow.
0: Joe and Mac. A preview of Joe and Mac for the Game Boy, but only Joe's in the game. What? Because it says Mac is away on a trip to hunt dinosaurs. <laughs> <When laughs> so,
3: That's an excuse.
0: When suddenly those Neanderthal nerds have come and stolen all the cave women.
3: Why are they okay. nerds?
2: <laughs> Your Why
0: mission did they just
3: make them still
4: Mac.
0: Your mission, Justin, is save the cave babes from the Neanderthal nerds.
4: Dude, I really love. Can, can you show? Can you show? I loved how they used to stitch yeah. together well, screenshots to get like a the, whole long level layout. Yeah, but so this is a
0: preview. It says the game is seventy percent complete. Yeah, they have a whole level laid out that says last level.
4: It's <laughs> 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 the, that. <laughs> the entire last <laughs> level of the game.
3: There and definitely weren't anything like spoilers back then. And that, Seriously? ladies and
0: gentlemen, is a look through the October 1992 issue of
5: EGM. Whoa, what are you doing? I wonder what it'll be like looking back at our coverage in like 20 years. Oh, man, you don't even need to go back that far. <laughs>
0: uh, 210 pages. I know, it's crazy. It's insane. Yeah,
5: that thing is heavy.
3: You can look back at our coverage 20 years now. Yeah,
0: that's true, actually. Uh, real quick, 10 years ago this month, uh, in October uh, 2007, some notable things happened. Bungie left Microsoft. Wow. Right wow. after the release of Halo 3. Remember that yeah. Bungie went yeah. independent.
4: But then they still made ODST. Yeah, yeah. They still
0: yeah. worked with Microsoft, but they are an yeah. independent studio. That month, EA bought BioWare Pandemic. Remember, mm. they came as a package deal. Yeah, that's right. $860 million. Ooh. Crazy thing is that the original Mass Effect was not out yet. It was released in November and published by Microsoft.
5: Wow, that's right. So oh yeah, It was 360 you know, yeah.
0: exclusive when it came Yeah, out. That's right. Uh, obviously, Bioware paid off for EA. Pandemic, not so much. But the irony is that today, Mass Effect has been shelved and Battlefront is still a big yeah, thing. And right. Battlefront was a pandemic game.
5: Wow. That's so yeah. crazy. It's, it's yeah, Bioware right now, I mean, I guess we'll see how Dragon Age is, but like, man, what a weird, what a weird spot. That,
0: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, brings us to video game 20 questions and our suggestion this week comes from Gerald in Seattle he says I've been listening to Game Scoop starting this past summer it is one of the podcasts I always look forward to every week I want to suggest an awesome game so there you go that's your first hint it's an
3: awesome game
0: it's a game that Gerald in Seattle (laughs) thinks is awesome let the questioning sounds like bad dudes begin.
4: <laughs> Is it uh, plausible that this game could have been mentioned in the pages of the October
3: 1992 EGM? Uh, it, I would say it's unlikely. It's an old game. Oop. Sounds like sounds like bad dudes. <laughs> Maybe it's Spanky's. Now he said it's unlikely. That it was yeah. quite So, so a that means it's probably
5: mentioned. what like a mid '90s game. <laughs> No, if, no, that or would be impossible. <laughs> no, I mean Qu- Quarterman was mentioning games. I, yeah, that's like, the thing. He, yeah. He could be talking or about like that might mean
4: it was really early in development. I assumed it was a really old game, so it'd be unlikely to have still been mentioned in these pages. I asked a bad mm. first question. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: <laughs> did this game come tradition. out before
3: 1990?
0: But did this game come out before 1990? January 1st, 1990.
5: Yes. No. Oh no, (laughs) what did we go on January 2nd, 1990? Uh,
3: Was this in arcades? No. Uh, Okay, damn it. I don't even want to think about the magazine
4: anymore. I'm going to pretend like that question didn't happen. Um, Was this game on exclusive to one platform?
3: Yes. Was it Super Nintendo? No. Was it Genesis? No. Uh, That's good. Was it NES? Yes. Late NES game. Yeah. Yoshi. <laughs> It'd be Late Yoshi NES or Yoshi's game. Cookie or Wario's Woods. The three. Late
4: games. NES game, dude. That's a really good. Yeah. We zeroed in on
3: a really good. Was thing. this made in Japan? <laughs> yes. Was
4: it? Is it a developed by Nintendo?
3: No. Ooh. Does this game have prequels? No. That's ten. What is wow, that? Mean? How
5: are we already at ten? It's going terrifying. Well, because
3: we know a lot about it now.
5: That's yeah. Cool.
4: Wow, but I'm stuck. I can I'm not sure that I can think of any late NES game. I mean, I guess '90 oh, is not that late. It's like '91, two is when you're really in like late mm-hmm. territory.
3: Oh yeah, there, there's there's so much from '90 onwards. Yeah, you're right. Yeah.
4: Um, but
5: not made by Nintendo and made in Japan.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is the developer still in business? Yes. So, so Mega Man Five, Mega Man Six doesn't have prequels. Doesn't have prequels.
5: Oh, the answer to prequels is yes. <laughs> No, I
3: said,
5: wait. <laughs> I said it. No it does not have prequels. Yes, there uh, are no prequels. Oh, oh! I was saying Mega Man does have prequels. This sorry, sorry. A Oh my God. Yes. Okay. It's
3: the, it's the easier way to say that? But we talked about prequels earlier mm-hmm, in this mm-hmm. episode, so I was making a little, little goof.
5: I like to really make my mark on Twenty Questions. I'm, I'm really, I'm really <laughs> helping out on this one. Is this a?
3: Uh, is this uh, based on a license? Mm. I think so. I'm I'm nearly. Sounds like Little Nemo the Dream Master. Ooh, (laughs) okay. I don't know. Is this a Capcom game? Yes. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, can you ride animals in it? Yes. Okay. Uh, Are you in your pajamas? Yes. (laughs) Is this Little Nemo the Dream Master? It is
0: Little Nemo the Dream Master. Wow, nicely done. You nailed that one. 1990 Capcom game. Uh, I've uh, never heard of that game in my entire it's life. It's cool. It's a cool game. Uh, I remember a big spread in Nintendo Power about it.
3: Yeah, so you, you know how Disney made a bunch of... Mm-hmm. Capcom and Disney made a bunch of games together? They made uh, these beautiful games, DuckTales and and, uh, and stuff like that. And But this was a game that Capcom worked on with an, an animation company that wasn't Disney, but it ended up being developed by the same people as Mega Man everything, too. And it was felt like one of those Disney games. And you're a little boy... And uh, there was, like, a movie out at the time, and it was from- Was there the- a
0: Little Nemo series. movie?
3: Yeah, it was, like, an anime movie at the time. But there was, it was from a, s- a series that went way back.
0: Yeah, I think it as like, The Adventures of Ten Ten or something. Like, yeah, an old-timey yeah, old. comic strip mm. or something. And you're like you're
3: a boy. kid, and yeah. you're in dreams. And the first level is, like, these huge mushrooms and, and a bunch of little animals. And each animal, you go up, and they have big, big super D faces and eyes. They look really cute. And you throw candy at them. And if they eat the candy, then they'll turn into your ally. And you can hop on them. You can get on a gorilla or a big lizard or like all these other things, and you're like ride them. It's really cool.
5: Wow, yeah, that's a cool game. You learned. That. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Thank I'm you. I'm happy to help you guys. I really carried us then on it has that
3: Amazing Capcom music. Yeah. yeah. Every song exactly. I have playing in my head right now. It's so good. <laughs>
0: Uh, thank you for su- the suggestion Gerald from Seattle and that is all the scoops we have for you this week I will be in Austin this weekend in Austin City Limits
4: if you happen to be there cool.
5: oh man, give me I'd, a high five I need to get down there because one of the last Pokemon I need can be caught there I'll catch it for you okay <laughs> <Deal>. <laughs>
4: Andrew's thinking about it so can I, <laughs> I have been thinking about flying get, to Europe give, by way of my phone Florida, for the yeah. weekend I could you're
3: going to have such
5: good food down there too oh yeah great yeah the food or there is amazing some queso can I get yep. torches oh, awesome I like Austin
0: a lot uh, but thank you, Justin. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah. Thank you, Sam. My name is Damon. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, and we are out. animal friends you haven't met yet exactly
3: what about this bear he's never going to be your friend
5: oh yeah that dude's a stranger for sure let me see that Let's bear fuck that bear yeah I would fuck that bear up no it's a different game <laughs>
3: don't fuck the bear it, fuck bear Dude. Is,
5: fuck bear is an option
4: in King's Quest V <laughs> fuck bear that was actually the subtitle of the Japanese version that wizard is totally a use of that's like
3: shoot Larry. it's like it's like yeah. talk hey fuck <laughs> it's
4: like, fuck okay. fuck pinball table alright we're
0: rolling here we go here we go here we go